0: I'm a and welcome to a very special City Watch podcast. I am delighted to be joined by Marty Perrenau, the author of Pep Confidential, for an exclusive interview with regards to Pep Confidential and also his new upcoming book, uh, which is a follow-up to Pep Confidential, and just talking about City and about Pep in general. So firstly, welcome Marty.
1: Hello, how are you? I'm very
0: well. Thank you very much for being here.
1: It's a pleasure. Uh, first of all, I apologize for my English. It's very, very poor, very bad. So, so, so sorry. <laughs> no, I never, no, no, I no. never learn. Uh, um, again, uh, I apologize for my English. Really,
0: it's better than than my Spanish. So that's (laughs) that's the most important thing and certainly (laughs) better than my Catalan. Um, So listen, there's so many things that we wanted to talk to you about. But just to begin with, as a kind of light introduction, tell me about your own first memories of Pep as a footballer and then as a coach at Barcelona.
1: Uh, well, Pep uh, was a fine player, a teen player with very good technique, and especially with uh, an exceptional view of the game. Uh, he he was uh, he was the soul of the dream team of uh, Johan Cruyff. Yeah, like a, as, a, as a player. Uh, as a coach he he was a big surprise because um because very soon he 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 showed a, a a great ability a great skill to 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 lead barcelona uh with uh, with a, a type of game that uh, had never been so good the the positional play the the juego de posición yeah uh, the, the the big surprise was so fast, uh, this this team can play so good.
0: What's the difference, in your opinion, between the dream team and the way that they played for Cruyff and the way that Pep's Barcelona team played for
1: Pep? Uh, the dream team of, uh, of Cruyff was a, a draft of the positional play yeah who after after johan Cruyff, uh, uh, was uh, luis Vangal who made uh, the first big step of the positional play okay. and and the Pep's Barca- the barcelona's pep was a uh, uh, the, the first big team who play entirely absolutely the positional play um, so the positional play is, uh, has a, a long history from La Machina of River Plate, from the Hungary of uh, 1953 at Wembley, of uh, from Santos of Pelé, Real Madrid of Di Stefano, uh, the Netherlands national team of Rinus Michels and Johan Cruyff. But there are only a little drafts of the positional play. The first one draft was the dream team of Cruyff. The first step was the Ajax of Luis Bengal, But the first big team who play absolutely the positional play was the Barcelona's Pep.
0: Okay, excellent. Now, where and when did you first meet Pep?
1: Uh, I met him for first time in 2010. Okay. <laughs> at, at Barcelona, at Camp Nou, because uh, I'm, uh, I, I, I wrote a first book uh, only in Catalan and Spanish, and no, and more, more languages, and yeah. Japanese, and, but not in English, uh, about the methodology of uh, La Masia, yes. the, the, the young people of Barcelona the name of the book are more or less path path of champions okay and um, it's not translated in english I'm, I'm sorry that's a shame yeah absolutely shame. because I, I think it's interesting about the the type of work inside of la masia and absolutely pep, i i i knew pep for the for this uh, for this job yeah. and he helped me very much
0: what were your first impressions of Pep when you met him in 2010, was he as a man as you expected him to be?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, An smart guy. Yeah. And especially, that's perhaps my big surprise. Also, not only in in this time in 2010, but also in Munich, a very good person.
0: Okay. When you say, when you say a very good person, you mean just a good guy?
1: Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's perhaps it's so strange for for the fans for the media uh, when when he looks every time pep in the press conference and in in the pitch um, but in the normal relation he's a very good person very good guy
0: yeah excellent um tell me about the journey to writing, pep confidential was it your idea to write that book or yeah. was it somebody else's idea
1: yeah it was it was my idea i uh, i wrote uh, in 2010 path of champions and i wanted to to write another second book
0: yeah
1: and um i haven't i haven't any idea <laughs> <laughs> i haven't any idea when when i when i saw that that pep sing it for Bayer. yeah and i thought it will be a good project to go to munich and to to go to understand what happens in bundesliga in another kind of football and, and how pep manage this um, this kind of uh, new experience yeah so i i talked with uh, manuel estiarte manuel yes. estiarte who is, is is my friend since the early early 18s when when we come back together to the Olympic Games at Moscow. Yes. And Manuel is is assistant of Pep. And after some talks with him, he he, conv- he convinced Pep to try. Yeah. To try the to make the book.
0: Okay. Was he when you first met him within the context of writing Pep Confidential, was he a reluctant subject? Did you feel that he he was different in the way that he interacted with you, knowing that you were writing a book.
1: Yes, he he he, he was reluctant. It was not a, a quick decision. Um, Pep and, and, and his staff uh, put me some some tests. So, <laughs> like what? Um, uh, for instance, he told he told me, you can. Uh, you could see everything, and write everything. Yeah. But uh, he only asked asked me. Uh, I don't explain outside of of the of the beach, the the lineups or the tactics before the matches. So the, the I remember the first day. Um, Estiarte said me. Uh, in two thousand, in July two thousand thirteen, yeah, he said to me, "Oh, tomorrow we will uh, no, in in two or three days, we will we will sing uh, Tiago, okay. Tiago Alcantara," and and I said Tiago, <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, "Yes, yes, but, um, the but it's a secret," yeah. so uh, in 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 the in the in the next three days, I not spoke with no one with i know spoke with my wife (laughs) (laughs) for because it's a secret of course i i don't spoke with no nobody about nothing yeah and and they make some little tests like like that um because uh they they wanted to know if if i could be described and, and quiet or not of course and and finally after the test it, it, i it, i passed the test
0: <laughs> you did and it also explains why you ignored me hassling you about transfers about manchester city this summer yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> brilliant i know i know then you know you know then i i know the names um since uh, Mar... No, April. Okay, more so, so more but, or
0: less, you've known since April who we were going to sign. That's good to know. That's It's good to know that we were prepared. Um, why do you think... Do you think it was just a case of they trusted you, they gave you these tests, they trusted you, and then this is why they allowed you so much access? Or do you think that... There was also, from Pep's side, a desire to maybe show the world some of his working methods.
1: I think. I think. First of all, um, um, there they, they, there there exists a first phase from since the beginning to four, five, six months. Yeah. With a successive test. Okay. And finally, the the confidence grew between Pep and and the staff and myself. And and finally, they know that I'm I'm, I'm not. Fi- finally, I'm not a journalist. I'm, I was yeah. journalist in in the 80s, but um, and at the beginning of, of this century, uh, I I I wrote in in some newspaper, but. Uh, my, my my job is not as a journalist. Yeah. And finally, Pep, understand that. And finally, he knows that I never spoke uh, to the radios or TVs or newspaper nothing about what happens inside of Bayern. Yeah. And finally, he he make some confidence with me in the second in, sec- in the second phase of the, um, the second part of the season of the first season of pep in, in Bayern Munich yeah. it was more easy to understand everything the practice the exercise, the tactics and, and was the, 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 the most important time for the, for the book for pep confidential
0: Hey did you have to learn German?
1: a little bit i i'm i'm bisha but it's it's a be, it's a very difficult language yes i don't talk english <laughs> you do you speak it perfectly well no. and my my Dutch is uh, my german is terrible <laughs> but you know the 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 bodyguards of seven Strasse. yeah the sporting city of yeah, biden yeah. Yeah, the training uh, ground. don't don't uh, speak english Everybody in Munich speak English. Everybody in Munich speak English. Yeah. Um, but less, less the bodyguards of Seven Strasse, wow. who are, who are uh, old people, yes. Bavarian people, yeah. and everybody speak German or Bavarian. Wow. Bavarian is uh, a dialect of uh, yeah. German. So it was very strange for me because I passed many many hours with with these guys <laughs> <laughs> did you um
0: did you have to did it make the process of writing pep confidential much more challenging because you yourself were in a foreign country with a foreign language, and Pep was also even though he spoke German he was also communicating with his players in a in a foreign language which must have been at least a little bit limiting so for you was there an added layer of pressure or was it more difficult to get to the to the roots of understanding maybe some of both what pep was saying but also what the
1: players were saying and what was being said around him right was a a big challenge was was a first of all was a big challenge for pep yeah um he, he he speak English, not uh, not uh, not like an, an Englishman, but uh, but he 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 speak well English, and but he he speak only a normal German. It was very difficult to 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 understand uh, exactly all the things in uh, around the football. Yeah. But 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 he tried it for from the first day since the first day to 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 talk in german with the players mm-hmm. um, and it was a big challenge for him and for me it was very difficult because i cannot to record the practice with a camera or with video or a, a, a picture for a camera okay I, I cannot record any conversation with the, with the iphone <laughs> uh I cannot to put notes in the notebook inside of the pitch.
0: Wow. So you weren't allowed to make notes about what they were doing
1: when they were training or no notes. And Pep talking German <laughs> 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 with, uh, with the players. Maybe this was so the biggest was, test was chal- a challenge had. for me also. Yeah. I remember when, when the practice are 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 ended uh, I, ran, I ran every day outside of Seven Strasse with a, a, a notebook, a notebook <laughs> and, and write and write and goes, run to the hotel with the, the laptop to write what happens in the practice of the morning. <laughs> Unbelievable. So
0: you really, you wrote the book almost on a daily basis while you were there yes. just so that you could remember the things that were happening.
1: Yeah. I think I think that's
0: I think that's why the book is so engaging and why certainly everybody that I know that has read it absolutely loves it. I think because we feel that sense of closeness or proximity to what was happening at that time. I think that the the emotion as well as the the facts, the emotion is within the book as well somehow.
1: Um, I, I had suffer suffer very much for to write the book <laughs> i can imagine i can imagine so listen uh, that's that's a
0: perfect segue um there's a follow up which is coming out in november firstly what is the title in english of the follow up
1: uh, pep guardiola
0: the evolution pep guardiola the evolution. the evolution yeah um tell me a little bit about the new book
1: well, the new book uh, have uh, two big lines. First of all, how Germany, how Germany has changed Pep. Mm-hmm. And second one, how is uh, the new Pep who's arrived to Manchester. Uh, first line, how Germany uh, has changed Pep, um, has changed in, in his approach to the work. Yeah, he's he's more efficient, more more German. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's more clinical in his tactical wisdom. Yeah, he's less dogmatic.
0: Wow. Okay, that's an interesting one. When you say so, he's he's less
1: dogmatic now. Uh, dogmatic with... in the Barcelona's point of view. I understand. Gotcha. Uh, he's less, he's less dogmatic. He's better coach yeah. because he has more experience, more knowledge, more challenges. Yeah. Um, so um, Germany has changed very much Pep, and and the second line is how how is the new Pep um, who arrived at, who's arriving to Manchester. Um, He's very different than the Barcelona's Pep, because because at, at Barcelona Pep was at home, and everything everything was created around the Barcelona's idea. Um, it was an an amazing work. Yeah. Probably we can we can set the the, the the best team of the history. Probably. Probably. One one of the best. One of the best, one of, the best of the history, but. They work around the homemade idea every time.
0: Around which idea, sorry?
1: The, 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 the positional play, okay. the Johann Cruyff idea. Yeah. Yeah. The, every, time is, uh, every time is the same idea, the same dogmatic idea yeah. of the positional play. Yes. But, but in Munich, Pep has need to, to adapt to a new country, new language, new, new kind of football, and especially to players with different skills that Barcelona's player yeah. no Xavi no Iniesta no Messi no Busquets no Pique. Mm-hmm. So so Pep has adapted very much in Munich. He he has added new play ideas mm-hmm. and he has construct a new vision of himself as a coach. Mm-hmm. So Pep Pep now is more eclectic as a coach. Mm-hmm. He he have the Johann Cruyff ideas yeah. and also the Beckenbauer pace. It's a mix. Yeah. So I think he's better coach than, than before.
0: Okay. Um was it always the plan for you to write two books? So no. when you wrote Pep Confidential, did you always know that no. you'd write a follow up immediately?
1: No. No, no, no. I planned it only 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 the first one, Pep Confidential. But after, after that I, I, I continued to travel in Munich each week or each uh, two weeks per month more yeah. or less and every time was more uh, confident with pep and his staff and was more easy to work with him and, and the players and and Bayern and it was very easy and first of all uh, at the at the end of last year 2015 I, I wrote everything of the day by day of the last two years at at Bayer. Yeah. Like a a Pep Confidential sequel.
0: Yeah.
1: But finally, in March, April, in last spring, Yeah. um, I was thinking that it's better to create a a, a new format, a different Mm -hmm. format of book, different than Pep Confidential. Because I, I asked me, if Pep has changed, has changed like a coach and has changed Munich by Manchester, why I write the same kind of book? Yeah. So I decided also to change myself <laughs> 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 and to write uh, the second book in a different way. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a special book. I, I, I think there are two books inside of the same book one of them is uh the the evolution of pep yeah and the second one is what happens and day by day at bayern yeah a little bit like like remember remembering pep confidential
0: I think it will be, uh, I think that book will be on the Christmas list of every Manchester City fan <laughs> that so. I know. Absolutely, bien sûr, bien sûr. Uh, okay, so listen, I want, to, uh, I want to move this forward a little bit and talk a little bit about City and, and Pep. Mm-hmm. Um, just to begin with, obviously you've seen Pep since he took the job at City just from a very personal point of view so not necessarily football and tactics but from a personal point of view what changes do you see in pep from the man that you saw on the first day of training
1: at bayern uh, i i i write for 400 pages about <laughs> it <laughs> well uh, well um, he's he's more he has three more, three more years. He's more mature. Okay. He's a stronger. Mentally? Yes. Okay. And he's very direct with the players. Interesting. Very direct with the players. Very much direct than in Barcelona. Yeah. And um, especially the last year at Bayern Munich, after, uh, after big problems after um, especially with the with the injuries of the players the the players of Bayer and, and pep has um, a very um, a very strong relation between them okay and pep is open his uh, his mind um, to the players and it's I, I i think Perhaps this is the the most important change. He's very direct with the players. So let me when, when, when he sorry. said uh, when he said uh, some weeks ago, I talked with Joe Hart from the first day. Yeah, that's true. Uh, per- perhaps it's good or 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 bad for the fans. Okay, but he talked with Joe Hart the first day. Mm-hmm.
0: When you say he's more direct in, in the way that he handles the players. Obviously, that's an evolution. In the, in the,
1: sorry, in the per, in the personal point of view. Yes. Which, the tactical. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, the, the,
1: their personal relations. Exactly, in the kind of one-on-one relations. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I want to, it, it when you say that, it immediately reminds me of what Ibrahimovic wrote in his autobiography about Pep, being very quiet. So would you say that maybe that's an example of the old Pep at Barcelona in the way that he handled Ibra. Now, if he had the same player in the same situation, he would handle the player differently and more directly?
1: No, the, the problem with uh, Ibrahimovic was another one, absolutely different. The problem was uh, Leo Messi. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Uh, okay. that, that, that's that's not. Uh, that's uh, that's that's true. Uh, uh, Ibrahimovic is a big player. It's a great player. Yeah. But Leo Messi, in two thousand ten, start uh, his uh, final sprint to to the sky. Yeah. uh And. Um, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic didn't accept that. Okay. No. I, I, I think when when I said more direct with the players, I I, I remember in the first year at, at Bayern Munich, uh, when he he preferred not to talk personal things with players because he said to me, oh perhaps mm, if if I if if I am too too friendly with the with the players, perhaps someone don't understand after, then he don't play the match. Okay. And for this reason, Pep was so distant, with uh, so 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 cool, so distant with uh, with uh, so cold with uh, with the players in the first year. Mm-hmm uh in this, in this way, he's changed it very much.
0: Okay. Um, I want to read you something that you wrote for The Guardian uh, in May. I think it was April or May of 2015. And it was a piece that you wrote uh, when Pep was going back to the camp now for the first time with Bayern Munich. You wrote something about him, that, a paragraph that I found very interesting. You wrote... Guardiola is forever preparing. His personality is at once rational and emotional. He prepares games with his head, but he lives them with his heart. He is cold, analytical, meticulous, and calm when he dissects opponents searching for possible weaknesses. But he is passionate, emotional, exuberant, volcanic even, during the 90 minutes. So, firstly that's obviously that's, it's quite a big contradiction in terms of the two sides of Pep. This is a, a cheeky question for me to ask you, but which of those two sides would you say is his weakness, his rational side or his emotional
1: side? I think there didn't exist any contradiction are two parts of the, of the same person. And I think this is what makes him so fascinating. Um, Pepi's son of Johan Cruyff and Juan Malillo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johan Cruyff, he was passionate, emotional, exuberant, intuitive. Uh, and Juan Malillo, who now is the assistant of uh, Sampaoli at Sevilla, yeah. he's a good coach, uh, uh, Lillo, he's analytical, rational, meticulous, and, and very calm. Okay. So uh, Pepi's son of Both those men. two fathers <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he can manage these this, this two guys inside himself. He can, he can be um, rational in the analytical point of view during mm, before the matches, yeah. and he can be volcanic during the match. Okay. but all all also he can be rational and cold during the match for to try to change some things mm-hmm.
0: but are either of those things a weakness or which one of those two things would you say would be more of a weakness for pep or are they both a strength in his personality
1: no i think i think there are no weakness there are his personality and there are only um, his personality and and a little bit, some 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 things in some moments can be a, a weakness, but also a, can be a, a strong part yeah. of, of himself. No, yeah. I think they are not the problem for him.
0: Okay, excellent. Um, I think we see as supporters, we... I think we feel ve- we feel the emotional side of of Pep's emotions but at the same time we respect and admire the uh, the calmness and the you know the the pep that we see in, in press conferences he's so intelligent and he's so yeah I mean he's prepared for for anything that the media in, in England is maybe the biggest hurdle that any coach, especially a foreign coach, has to deal with when they come to a big club in England. And the way in which he handles the media is, uh, yeah, I see the the rational and the, the, the kind of the intuitiveness and the intelligence of him in the way that he deals with the media. Uh, okay, listen, uh, next, I want to ask you, So this is something that I've, I've thought about a lot since really since for two years now. Now, obviously Pep has a big love of clubs with Mm -hmm. successful history with a big history, you know, the way that when he chose to go to Bayern Munich, he went there because the club had a huge history. He'd come from Barcelona, a club with a huge history. Even when he was talking about Celtic last night after the game, he spoke with such uh, exuberance about their history. Obviously, Manchester City are a very different proposition within the the wor- world football. We're a different proposition. At the time that he took the City job, obviously Manchester United are a club with, with a big history. And he could easily have gone to Manchester United. Other than Chiki and Ferran... Was there anything else that you think brought Pep to city as opposed to maybe a more quote unquote historic club in England
1: i th- I think the the answer is perhaps it's simple. Pep wants to write an important part of the history of of the story of uh, Manchester city Wow. Um so Pep has gone to the city by Chiqui and Ferran, Chiqui Beristein and Ferran Soriano because they are his friends, they work together, they work together at Barcelona. Yeah. And uh that's that's absolutely true. Um 4 years ago he has the offer of Manchester City from since uh, 2012, uh, I don't remember exactly uh, 2012 I think. I think four yeah. years ago, yeah. and and in his time, Pep has seen the city was serious about this project. For instance, when City sing, singing last year Kevin De Bruyne yeah. was a clear sign that the project is serious. Okay. The, pro- the project of the project to to include Pep in inside of Manchester City. Okay. So, so because s- because uh, because Kevin De Bruyne is a player, is a Pep's player. <laughs> <laughs> okay. do, you, do, you, do you understand me? I understand completely. So, uh, during these four years, Pep has seen some some things from uh, City, from Chiki, from Ferran, uh, from Khaldun. Then the project. Uh, together peps and and city was a serious project and um, okay the history of manchester city is not so rich than others but it's a good history it's a also. long history it's a rich history yeah. and peps pep like pep want to to be part of a history uh, i think yesterday yesterday night uh, he he said something like this yes. after the match of uh, against uh, celtic
0: yes yeah no he did he said he said something very similar
1: um, i i i, he, I think uh, he said uh, we have we have to create the history of manchester city in europe
0: yes that's what he said that's exactly what he said so look, let me ask you a question then, because I, I think that's very interesting what you just said about this idea of Pep wanting to create history at Manchester City as opposed to being a part of Bayern mm-hmm. Munich's history or Barcelona's history. Now, to create history is not something that can be done quickly. Yeah. So obviously... There is a, I guess there's a strong feeling and an accepted wisdom, almost, that Pep will stay in Manchester for two, three years and then (laughs) gone straight away. Now, obviously, from what you're telling me, Pep wants to write some history here. Do you think he already knows when he's going to leave Manchester City? Or do you think that this is a job where maybe, maybe three years won't be enough? Or maybe it's something that he privately might view, a little bit longer?
1: I don't know. <laughs> um, the, the, the Pep's goal in Manchester City uh, is very, very ambitious. First of all, to create a team spirit
0: yeah.
1: that will remain for many years, for many years after, after Pep's Pep. leave. Yeah. Uh, to play good. To win trophies. To implement in the academy a model of play for the youngs mm-hmm. for many years also. So it's a very ambitious, ambitious goals, um, and I think his focus absolutely only in, in in this in these goals. He has not thought of when he will leave. He just arrived. At, um, I don't know if he will stay three years or four or five. I think that th- th- doesn't matter because it's finally, and and that's important for the fan. It's not. It's doesn't matter if he stay three years, three and a half, four or five. <laughs> it's okay. not important the number of years. The most important are if the goals can be down or not if if he he can construct a team spirit will remain during many years if he can implement in the academy uh, a special model of play and also also if (laughs) he if 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 the team play good and, and can win some trophies of course and the most important is not to be three or four or five years or of how many times, but the strength of the ideas and the energy of the um, of the heart.
0: Okay, I understand. Um, <clears throat> all right, so listen, in in this part, I want to talk a little bit about the tactics and the philosophy of PEP right now at Manchester City now obviously you've just written a book about his evolution at Bayern so forgive me if I'm asking you questions that maybe are covered in the book but firstly just from from what you've seen of Manchester City so far this season is there already an evolution from the way his team played at Bayern now I put in my notes, which I know that you've seen, that I'm curious as to whether you think City are even more direct or even more vertical in their passing than Bayern were.
1: The, the Bayern of Pep play it much more vertical than, than the media set. Okay. Uh, in general, the media has everywhere, difficult to understanding the positional play. Yeah, because because the positional play is not easy model. Yeah, uh, this this uh, happening since uh, since the Hungarian team practiced this in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Okay, so ba- Bayer Bayer practiced the positional play with a vertical orientation in the attack phase. Okay, not in the build up, but yes, yeah. in the attack phase. Uh, so until now until now manchester city play different than bayern in, in two in two ways in two things the first of one the, the build up of city until now is yeah. more vertical and direct but than than bayern yeah. but a little less stable and secure it's a question of time okay so and and the second different thing uh, with uh, with Bayer is the midfielders until now the midfielders of uh, Manchester City still don't don't practice too much control of the game but um but this Manchester City is not the real Manchester City it's only a draft a first draft yes um I think now after after the matches of uh, the national teams of the two next weeks I think we'll start the second the second step of Pep uh, uh at Manchester City first the first step uh, Pep wanted a, an emotional start with a strong team spirit mm-hmm. if if you know every player after the ma- after every match uh, with the media said uh, we have a team spirit mm-hmm. every people Clichy, Kolarov, sanya silva Fernandinho. every 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 player said the same words we have a strong team spirit so the first goal of p of pep during this three months are not um, about the, the playing model, but especially um, a goal of emotional to create an excitement between, be, be, within the team to create this team spirit.
0: Is this so, different from Bayern and Barcelona or did he have yeah. to do the same thing at both those clubs as well?
1: Uh, are different because Barcelona Barcelona has an play identity yes very clear and Bayern, when when Pep started, Bayern has won the triple, the treble in in the Champions League and the Bundesliga and the and the uh, Germany Cup, and was very different. Uh, Pep needs, needed at Manchester to create first of all an emotional uh, relation with his players and and to create this strong team spirit. So, I think. The first step is already now. He will start the second one, and the second one is more about the kind of play. And I think, especially to 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 be more emphasis in the control of the game. Yeah. Um, the 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 first matches was were more easy because no one understands Pep. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, like Swansea last Saturday, everybody knows that the team the team of Pep like to, to play with a goalkeeper who play with the foot, with um, center backs who pass the ball, with a Fernandinho-like midfielder who Um, are inside of the center backs, and and to pass the ball also. And Swansea makes some pressure, some high pressure last Saturday, Celtic make a big pressure against that. And now we'll start the second phase of of Pep, and will be the reaction of Pep against this pressure of the rivals. Gotcha. So I think we will see in the next weeks win or loss win or loss the 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 team that's yeah. that's not that's important very much important but uh, I don't talk about the result I talk about the play yeah. uh, w- we will see some different things than the first 10 or 11 matches.
0: Interesting. Um I wanted to ask you about the roles of Silva and De Bruyne in this first part of the season, because I think one of the big questions that I think I even spoke to you about it over email over the summer, my big question was always that Pep had... I think there's this quote from Pep that if he could, he would play with 11 midfielders in the side. And when I looked at the City squad in the summer, I because we looked at both Silva and De Bruyne as attacking players, but in the, you know, maybe as wide forwards or as false nines, but not necessarily as the type of free roll number eight positions that they started the season playing. I don't think I've seen that from... I didn't. I don't think I saw that in Pep's Bayern team or in the Barcelona team. Is that fair, or do you think, or, or was is that similar to something he's done in the past?
1: Um, the case of Silva and, and De Bruyne is uh, similar than um, what happens in, at, at Munich uh, on the last two years when Pep played with uh, Robin and Ribery, like number eight, not in every match.
0: Oh wow! Okay.
1: But he played with uh, he play for instance in Champions League against Shakhtar Donetsk. He 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 win 7-7-0. Seven, seven yeah. Uh, with Robin and Riverias as number eight. And who played uh, further forward? Uh, Gotze, Lewandowski and Müller
0: wow yeah okay and
1: and last this this was in the second year in the second season and last year he played many matches many matches with five forwards with a with a formation two three five okay two center backs yeah in the line of three are uh the mid center the midfielder more the two full backs Mm-hmm. In the, case, in the case of Bayer, Lam and Alaba,
0: yeah,
1: and five forwards. Not not two as number eight, not two as number eight, but five forwards. <laughs> two two wings, yeah. two inside, yeah. and uh, one center forward. So uh, he and, and he played against Arsenal like that in Champions League when he win five uh, zero or five one I don't remember exactly uh, but he cannot to play against Barcelona for instance like this that, like this yeah that it depends of uh, of the arrival and the moment of the season and and also the 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 the, the, the players who are uh, fit or not mm-hmm. um, I think he he will change many things mm-hmm. Uh, in comparison of, of Bayern. For instance, the two full backs in, in, in Bayern are very close of the midfielder. Mm-hmm. And also in Manchester City in the first two matches, but not now. because Not now, because normally in, in England, in the Premier League, normally, the counterattack ran outside and not inside. And so it depends of the rival. Ah, okay. It depends of the rival. Okay. If the rival uh, make the counterattack uh, to um, inside, he 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 will make some protection on the inside. Inside. Yeah. If not, he he, he will change. Uh, so, uh, De Bruyne and Silva will play every time as free eight. It depends of the rival. I think not in the Camp Nou. I think so. My, my, it's my opinion. I, I don't know what happens uh, in the match of Camp Nou against Barcelona. Yeah. But why not to play with Fernando Fernandinho and Silva? Why Be- not?
0: Because De Bruyne's best position is in the middle. If, yeah. First half against. Why, why not?
1: Okay. Why not to play with Fernando Fernandinho and De Bruyne? Yeah. I mean that's.
0: The, I think it. It's more balanced if you play
1: with. But uh, but it's very different to play and come now against the 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 monster Barcelona <laughs> than than to play at Etihad Stadium against. Um, and. Uh, Sunderland, for example. Someone. Yeah. yeah,
0: of course. No, no, I. I I completely get that. Um, and
1: listen, I want to ask you about
0: the... Uh, it's not on the notes, but it's, it's reminded me of this. I wanted to ask you about the development of, of Raheem Sterling. Obviously for us, we watched him last season and he really had a difficult second half of last season. But we had a lot of... I had a lot of belief in him as a player. I think that we are seeing now every week... A performance from him that is an improvement on the previous week's performance. Have you been impressed with him?
1: Yes, but not too much impressed. Sterling is a a, a good player. Mm-hmm. He he was a a very good player at Liverpool. Um, normally, the players need 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 many need very much time yeah. for to adapt to a new club and, and then a and, and new ideas and uh, it's true that, that Sterling didn't adapt uh, to Manchester City like last year mm-hmm. mm, but Pep has Hasn't been, a, hasn't, hasn't made a, a, a miracle with <laughs> with Sterling. Uh, he he put him very much confidence. Yeah. To to put inside of a team who play in a very clear way. And to instruct him to stay very open, very with. And to play in some different ways, and it's the player who who make uh, all the skills who are inside him. Mm-hmm. It's the same with I don't know with Kolarov. Yeah. Kolarov yesterday was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh yeah, of course. But that happens in that happens at at, at, uh, at football. Yeah, of everywhere. Course of course, that happens does. everywhere. Um, do you remember Ram, Sergio Ramos last Tuesday night at Dortmund?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: It was, it's not so catastrophic than Kolarov, but it wasn't very close. Far, Yeah, it
0: wasn't far away.
1: And that happens. Yeah. That happens uh, at football, and but Kolarov, he has played amazing until yesterday yeah. until uh, in the first ten matches of the season he he has played amazing, so it's not a miracle of pep it's only to to be confident to the player and the play the player has some skills some abilities inside him, and finally he made this. Inside of, of the pitch is the same with Sterling.
0: Okay.
1: And I think another example, Leroy Sané. Yeah. Leroy Sané is a it's a another very good player, but until now uh, it's a normal player. He need time. Mm-hmm. He need time. But that that uh, occur at Manchester City and everywhere
0: of course hey let me that reminds me i think that i I want to ask you this just very briefly in your opinion because people would say that Goetze needed time at bayern as well and it didn't really work out for him under pep um what why do you think that was
1: i don't understand the the question Uh, (laughs) sorry um, uh, mario
0: mario gozer when when he was um he struggled at Bayern Munich. And yeah. in the first season, people said similar things that they're currently saying about Leroy, that he yeah. needs time to adapt. Do you feel Goetze didn't adapt to Guardiola or he didn't adapt to Bayern Munich as a club?
1: I think the the Mario Goetze problem was very different. It's not a problem of Bayern, of uh, Pep... Of Borussia Dortmund, I think the problem of Mario Götze, opi- in my opinion,
0: yeah.
1: is too high specta- expectations about Mario Götze. Um, when Mario Götze has eighteen years old, every everybody in Germany said, "It's, a new, it's, it's the new Messi." Okay. And Mario Götze is it's not the new messi <laughs>
0: nobody will ever be the new messi exactly, stop exactly. saying
1: that exactly and uh, mario Götze is he's a very good player but only a very good player mm-hmm. and play many times with pep sometimes well sometimes bad. he played also in the national team with joachim low but finally, in the World Cup, he was in the bench. Yeah. Okay, he put the goal of the of the of the win, but he, he didn't play the the first ninety minutes on the final. Yeah. And he didn't play in the semifinal, the historic semifinal. So, um, Mario Gotz is a good play, a good player, yeah. but no more than this. Gotcha.
0: I completely understand. Um, Okay, listen, last question from me before we uh, turn over to the questions that we've had from Twitter. It's a very simple question, Marty. Will, uh, will Manchester City win the Premier League this season?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, there are exciting Premier League this year yeah. with, uh, with Pep, with Mourinho, Conte, Klopp, Pochettino Ranieri and so on and so on and so on uh, it's too early, I think, but it's too early okay. but but Pep said every time the leagues we can lose the leagues during the first eight matches, we can lose the leagues during the first eight matches, yeah, and the leagues. Of course, uh, they, they, the 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 leagues uh, they, they win on on the last eight matches. So, uh, in the seven first matches, someone has some some teams has lost the Premier League. Of For course. instance, West 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 Ham has lost the, the Premier League. He don't, he don't, he cannot to win the Premier League already after seven matches of course um, Leicester City mm, very difficult to win the, the Premier League very difficult mm. um, some other teams are far long to the uh, top yeah so uh, it's not mm, it's not crucial to be the first one after after seven or eight matches of the league. But if you lose six, seven, eight points after seven, eight matches is a big difference. Mm. Um, so Manchester City is not bad for in not bad position for two to to, to fit for the title
0: definitely not okay so let's um let's let's take some questions from Twitter uh, okay the first one cross
1: the, cross the fingers yeah, yeah yeah
0: cross your fingers I'm gonna most of these you're gonna say ah buy my book so any question that you feel is covered in your next book you can say buy my next book make it easy uh, okay my first question comes from Ankit and he asks what's the worst day in football that Pep has had
1: uh the loss against Real Madrid in Champions League in in May twenty fourteen.
0: Ah yes. Uh, when
1: he, he he lose uh 0 uh, 4 at uh, Allianz Arena okay
0: you think that yes. was his worst day as a coach
1: yeah. absolutely absolutely okay. he, he made some mistakes in the lineup and especially in the tactical yeah and yeah Okay. Was a a, a worst day of of his uh, of his career.
0: Makes sense. Uh, okay, Blue Moon Demo, uh, who is a contributor to the City Watch podcast as well, he asks, "How much of Pep, the manager, is a character designed to motivate?"
1: He he don't motivate too much the players. He don't like to motivate too much the players. If you think the word motivate uh, in the terms of psychological yeah. uh, strength. He like, he like to, to be energetic and strength and, um, and electric in the tactical point of view. Mm-hmm. To, to talk with the players so guys uh, the rival will play like this and like like this we need to to make this and this but it's a is motiv- a tactical motivation, not a psychological motivation. Uh, in fact he never make a, he, he make normally three previous talks before the match okay. before each match one the day after
0: mm-hmm.
1: before the last the last uh, practice mm-hmm. uh, are a, uh, a talk about the rival the kind of playoff rival yeah. and the other two are uh, are to be in the in the same day of the match first one on the morning with uh, the um, the set pieces yep. of the rivals and the, also the, his team. Yeah. And the last one, two hours before the match, when he said, this is the lineup and the kind of attack of Manchester City.
0: Does he ever tell and team- in this sorry. sorry,
1: and in this three to- talk, talk with uh, the players, never he make a psychological chat.
0: Wow. That's interesting no. that's very interesting because that's certainly not what we would imagine. Um the you just said that he he has a meeting 2 hours before to to announce the team. Um does he ever tell his players earlier than that who will play or is it uh is he dogmatic in terms of waiting until 2 hours before the game to tell his own team the lineup?
1: Norm- normally never never the players never knows who play before to, uh, until 2 hours before the match okay. normally no uh, in bayern munich he, he changed this rule two or three times two or three times during 3 years uh, in some special moments because I don't remember exactly why because uh, against Atletico de Madrid or someone uh, the day they, the day before uh, they they explained the lineup to the players but normally no and, and and he liked to be all the team um in conditions to play yeah uh, and mental with with the mentality focused with the, with the with the match gotcha to the match
0: gotcha okay next question is from amit singh and he asks is pep a visionary did he change the footballing approach or just bettered his predecessors approach does that make sense
1: yeah Mm -hmm. both (laughs) (laughs) both um he has a little bit visionary he 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 understands very well um, the next steps of the football Mm -hmm. but he's a he uh has many approach about old ideas uh the false nine the the 3, uh, two three five and many ideas on the past who he has seen in the TV or uh, who has read on the book or uh, someone like Juan Malillo uh, talk with him about what happens at um, um, Hungary of uh, 50s of uh, of uh, the uh, the orange uh, the mechanic orange of uh, Netherlands, and he he make very important he he, he make very uh, important things about the old ideas who he put inside of the modern time
0: Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, Okay, last two questions before I let you go. Uh, They're both from Issy, but I like them both, so I'm going to ask you both the questions. First one is this. What does Pep see as the next major trend in football? What? What does Pep see as the next major trend? So what... What do you mm, what yeah, do you yeah. think? What do you think Pep sees as the next major evolution within top level football?
1: This is the matter of my new book. <laughs> <laughs> no, true. true. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm I'm I'm, I'm just working and in the, in the tactical evolution since 1860. Wow! And I talk many times with Pep about this. I think the evolution is to the total football. Right. The total football of uh, the 50s. I I, I talk many times of the Hungarian team or the Netherlands team of the 17s. Yeah. I think the positional play, the next evolution will be in the way of the total football.
0: Okay. So basically moving away from the kind of, counter-attacking football that maybe... I think in England last season, Leicester won the league playing counter-attacking football. But it's interesting that this season, the two most exciting teams currently are Liverpool and City. And they're both playing, yeah,
1: total possession football. Yeah, uh, if you if you can play the positional play like Barcelona, the counter-attack like uh, Borussia Dortmund... Yeah. Or or Liverpool. Yeah, uh, doesn't matter. Um, they build they build up like Bayern. Yeah. The defense like Atletico de Madrid. <laughs> so you 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 will play the total football. Yeah, that's the complete
0: team. Yeah. Nobody's going to be that team. Okay. Uh, don't don't be easy. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, okay. Uh, last question. What is the single biggest influence that Pep has had on football in your opinion? Johan Greif no 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 what Pep, no, what, Pep ah. Pep's influence on the game of football what is his current biggest influence on on the football that we see in Europe?
1: I think just now Thomas Tuchel. Okay. From Borussia, from Borussia Dortmund, I think until now, I think he's the most influenced. Thomas Tuchel, he's arrived at, to a club who play the counter, the the Pressing of Jurgen Klopp, the counterattacking. Yeah. Only attacking but when Borussia Dortmund uh, had the ball, uh, they play nothing, mm-hmm. and Thomas Tuchel has changed everything that, and I think I think he's the man until think, now. Yeah, you and, think
0: you think he's the nearest young coach to Pep in the world right now?
1: Yes, I think I, I think I, I think again Tuchel, but okay. also Julian Nagelsmann from Hoffenheim yeah. is uh, is another one. Who who was in, in in this way also? Okay. Uh, I think in in in. I, I I think it's important another another question also. Um. When when Pepe stay three years in Germany, some people are smart to understand that that Pep is not a normal coach. Mm-hmm. And he's an innovative, and so on, and so on, and so on. And some people are, in Germany are smart to understand this and to try to learn about the experience of Pep. Uh, Thomas Tuchel, Julian Nagelsmann, Andre Schubert yeah. from Borussia Mönchengladbach, some people who win or lost, but they learn very much. Yeah and I think this the stay of Pep at Manchester City is can be can be very good for the English football if young people understand that yeah young coaches understand that
0: yeah so you think basically he can have a a similar influence because obviously you've just named two or three German coaches who are trying to build Pep's philosophy, so you think that by him coming to England and spending time here, hopefully he'll have the same effect on coaches in England as well Yeah. Yeah, wonderful, listen Marty I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come on here and do this with us, it was It was really amazing and informative.
1: No, thank you very much to you. It's a pleasure. And I apologize again for my English. So so sorry. Oh, don't do
0: that. Don't do that. It's not right. Fans
1: fans of the podcast, so sorry. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: But I I, I come to Manchester in, in a few weeks and I will learn more English. Oh,
0: sorry. One last question before you go. Are you doing one more book? Is there going to be a book about Manchester?
1: uh it's too early for <laughs> to say that <laughs> first of all to publish the, the pep the, That's the, true. the evolution to promote him to work in in the new book of uh, the evolution of tactical and perhaps perhaps, perhaps maybe with, with with pep every everything is possible i i i think will be a a great journey of pep in manchester city
0: absolutely thank you very much marty
1: it's a pleasure thank you to you